Hello everyone, welcome to 10 Minute Country, episode 48, my review of the Long Road Festival. Yeah, we've had a little break over the summer while uh, things have been busy and uh, holidays have been uh, done and that sort of thing, but we're back and raring for the autumn. We're closing in on uh, episode 50, which is going to be a big one, I warn you now. And uh, this one is exciting, uh, fresh off the uh, presses, back from the field in Leicestershire at Stanford Hall, my review of the Long Road Festival. For those of you that might not know, the Long Road Festival started last year. Um, it's right on the junction, uh, Catthorpe Interchange, right where the M1 meets the M6. And luckily enough for me, it's only about 30 or 40 minutes away from, uh, from my house. So I go backwards and forwards each day and I can sleep in a, a nice comfy bed each night rather than have to do the camping. But lots of people camp, lots of people stay um, in the facilities around Rugby um, and the hotels around there. So there's plenty of options for your Friday night, your Saturday night, and your Sunday night. This year was year two. I enjoyed last year. Um, there was the whole Carrie Underwood um, thing that went on, but Aaron Watson put on a great headlining show, um, and I took my teenagers to their first uh, music festival uh, to the Long Road last year, and we enjoyed the compact nature of the site. We enjoyed the different stages, um, the diversity of the music, and so we were looking forward to this year um, a great deal. And you know what? This year did not let me down. In fact, it surpassed last year in all aspects. The beauty for me of the Long Road Festival is its compact nature. You can get round the festival in about 10 minutes. Um, everything is so close to each other. And yet there's four stages there, four stages of varying sizes. Um, and they're positioned brilliantly um, around the site. Um, to provide sort of the maximum accessibility um, and um, you know, making sure that sound doesn't drift from one stage to another. It's a bit hard um, when the main stage acts are going and, and it impacted a little on the front porch this year, but I just can't see a solution to this. Other great things about the festival... Um, the food trucks are superb. The, you know, the, it's what you hipsters would term artisan food. It's well produced. Um, a wide range of stuff. All the meats, all the meats are there at the Long Road Festival. The pulled porks, your burgers. Um, I love the burrito wagon this year. So I was in, straight into the nachos. I straight into the burritos. I experienced battered chips at the Long Road Festival last year for the first time and uh, the guys were back again this year too. There's plenty of craft stalls, there's axe throwing, um, shops, fairground rides. Really like the classic car exhibition, always have a wonder around that, two years in a row now. Um, Little Possum County for the kids provides lots of activities for younger children to do you're allowed to take your dogs i we left ours uh, with a dog sitter for the weekend because he wouldn't walk round and um, sit nice and quietly on rugs like i saw a lot of dogs doing um being a three-year-old cockapoo um he's more interested in where the next ball is coming from and um, who's gonna stroke him next so uh, but lots of people brought well-behaved dogs i didn't see one badly behaved dog and um, it's an absolutely fantastic, family-friendly um, festival that, um, you know, is only going to go from strength to strength over the next couple of years. 
So what were the improvements uh, in this year's Long Road Festival to last year? Well, they moved the inter- interstate stage this year, so they moved it a little bit more away from the main stage and round the corner. Um, the nature of the poles in the internet stage block the view sometimes, but, I mean, you can't do much about that. I liked where it was this year. Um, the water refills and the water taps worked well. Um, I tried to use some of, like, the, the milk. You have to, like, it's like milking a cow to get water out of the free taps. And in the end, I ended up buying one of the £2 um, day wristbands um, to get water from a, a tap at a stall, uh, which worked really well. Uh, there were some grumblings about the VIP area last year, and this year it was full of really big, really comfy chairs. Um, you get um, better toilets in the VIP area. You get your own private bar and, uh, you know, a view at the top of the hill of the main stage. So I thought the, the improvements in the VIP area, particularly the seating, um, was good this year. And it shows that the festival organisers listen to the feedback that they get, um, you know, in the aftermath of the festival. There was a mini supermarket on site this year, which I don't think was there last year. So you could get some provisions and, and you know, some camping goods. Um, there were lockers there this year if you wanted to lock um, possessions and coats and things away, which were good. So what impressed me is there wasn't like wide sweeping changes to the festival, but the little social media grumblings that, uh, you know, take place on Facebook and, and uh, platforms like that were clearly listened to by the organisers this year. And there was some definite tinkering going on. Um, the only complaints I'm picking up right now, two or three days after the this year's festival, um, is about the honky-tonk and the fact that it doesn't seem to be big enough to accommodate the amount of people that want to get into it. But it's a paradox, that one, isn't it? Because the whole, by definition, the whole nature of a honky-tonk is that it's a small, dark, neon-lit bar where, um, you know, you're up close and personal with the people playing. And um, if you made, you know, some people have said, why don't you put a balcony in there or make it bigger, but then you're going to potentially rip the heart out of what it's uh, supposed to be about. So I'm not sure about the honky-tonk. Um, I don't know whether there's capacity to build a second honky-tonk somewhere and have two running um, concurrently, or whether it's just one of those things that if you want to see someone in the honky-tonk, it's almost like... You like being in the, the All Bar 1 at the C2C Festival. If there's someone up the top of All Bar 1 that I want to see, I sort of tend to turn up one or two artists before um, and generally sidle my way into the seat over a, a half an hour or so before the artist that I want to see comes on. So I don't know whether the complaints about the honky-tonk can be solved or whether... it. It's just one of those things. But do you know what? That is the only complaint I am picking up from on social media this year. So, um, yeah, it just goes to show how well run the festival is. The big bonus point and the big plus point for me this year about the Long Road Festival was the sheer diversity um, of the acts playing. I really did. Another, bo- another bonus, another plus point for this year is that they started the music earlier on the main stage. And I think that was great. You know, it wasn't too much past midday, half 12, 12.45, before the first acts were coming on on the main stage. I think that's brilliant. It seemed to start later last year, and I felt it was a little underused. 
Um, so it was great to see people like Remember Monday kicking off the main stage this year. And um, I, I hope they keep that going next year. Um, but the diversity of acts on offer... Oh, it's absolutely fabulous. And there was one moment on the Sunday where it really came home to me just what this festival is about. So on Sunday evening, you could have stood in front of the main stage and sort of seen the pop-leaning melodies of Cam. You could have gone to the front porch and had your face rocked off by Arkansas Dave, who was then followed on the front porch by the sort of Stapleton-esque, Luke Combs-esque singer-songwriter stylings of Austin Jenks. There was a real buzz about him this year. And yet in the interstate stage, you could have gone to see the Texan swing of Asleep at the Wheel, which was then followed by the sort of jazz blues of Rhiannon Giddens. And, And that is the USP of the Long Road Festival. That is why I think that there's a longevity to this. Because some people go to the festival and they just, you know, rock up at the honky-tonk at 11 o'clock in the morning and they drink their way through the day and they never leave and they just see who goes on. Other people like the sort of more diverse, alt Americana, alt mainstream stuff that happens in the interstate stage... Um, the front porch is a great way to to get very close to um, newer acts. And then, obviously, if you're into the more commercial and the more mainstream stuff, you've got the rhinestone stage. So there's a real diverse... Whoever books these acts, whoever, which group of people, either Universal or Balin's team or whatever, whoever sits down and books these acts really gets it right. There's, you know... The the festival scene in the UK for country music is getting very competitive now. And C2C do their very mainstream thing very well. Black Deer are doing the very alt uh, Americana thing very well. Um, we've got a British country music festival happening in Blackpool this weekend. Dixie Fields did a mixture of commercial and British in the summer. But the long road to me is the only place where you'll get someone like me taking their teenagers to see commercial country music. But we'll be going in behind a hipster with a long beard and turned up jeans and pointed brown shoes and a satchel who's off to see something else on a different stage. Don't get that at other festivals. So I really love the diversity of the Long Road Festival. And I think that the value for money is top-notch. It's excellent for what you pay, whether you're there on a weekend ticket, whether you're there on um, you know, a day ticket. Um, so that's my overall feelings about this year's Long Road. It was a massive step forward from last year. Last year's was good. Uh, You could tell that the organisers are listening to feedback. Tinkering was done. The diversity of the acts is brilliant. You are not short of something um, to see or to go to or to listen to or to eat. Um, You know, and and it, it is more than just a music festival. There is such a wide variety of things to do. Um, it's in a great part of the country. It is for me because I get sick of having to go down to London all the time. I'm living in the Midlands. So, but, it, you know, even people coming up on the main train from Rugby, um, st- Rugby Station's quite close. The M6, the M1, it's in a great location. And I can see this festival running for years and years and years. So I guess 
The final thing we need to talk about is who do we want to see next year? It was a pure delight and a stroke of genius actually picking Kit Moore and Josh Turner um, to headline this year. I think you need a crowd pleaser because they have to sell tickets. You need someone who's going to pull in people and Kit Moore was this year's crowd pleaser. And then maybe you need someone a little bit deeper and a little bit who hasn't played the UK to draw in... people for a second evening and maybe to pull in a slightly more eclectic or deeper country crowd. So I've thought hard about this and I reckon I've got three suggestions for next year. And as far as I know, none of these three acts have ever played the UK before. So you can take your pick on the Saturday or Sunday where to place them. But for me, I would be hell bent for leather on seeing what Lee Bryce is doing. You know, can you imagine Lee Bryce on a Saturday night rocking that rhinestone stage with um, parking lot party and drinking class, you know, and I drove your truck? Uh, He's never played the UK. I think he would draw a big crowd. Similarly, Randy Hauser, whose uh, Magnolia album this year is one of my favourites of the year. Possibly more of a Sunday act, Randy Hauser, but, you know, uh, the USP of never having played... Well, I did play the... He came to Country Music Week, didn't he? But it doesn't come very often. And uh, great new album, a sort of a, an artist of depth, um, but has got some older rocking tunes as well. And then I say this for every festival, but what about Jay Cohen? Jay Cohen, I don't know um, how or why he's not been over to the UK um, so far, it must be a willingness on his part or a desire or whatever, because I'm sure other organisations have approached him in the past. But, you know, to see Jake Owen on the Saturday at Long, Long, Long Road with uh, Down to the Honky Tonk and, and Barefoot Blue Jean Night, although we did see Eric Pasley sing that this year, so that was a bonus. Um, so they would be my, my three suggestions for next year. Lee Bryce, Randy Hauser, Jake Owen, and then... Um, I'm sure the bookers uh, are going to go deep on people um, to fill the other stages and other less commercial and more commercial acts. One plea I would make this year is that it was a travesty that Thompson Square were put on at midday um, on the interstate stage. And the love for them on social media has been brilliant to see. I've been a fan of theirs since uh, hearing Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not back in 2011. Um, so I would love to see Thompson Square back next year and I would love to see them on that main stage with a band as well. I think uh, the the will and the willingness from those people that packed out the interstate stage this year is there. So uh, let's get Thompson Square back as well. But well done for the to the organisers of the Long Road Festival this year. Super festival, super well organised. Um, from a media point of view, that I had quite a lot of dealings with their PR people and my interviews went smoothly. They went out of their way to make me feel um, that I was important and, you know, was told when artists were running late. Um, and, and as far as the wider festival goes, I don't think you can get a better, more beautiful setting than uh, Stanford Hall. So uh, here's well done for 2019, Long Road Guys. And um, here's to 2020. Uh, I've been James Dakin, and uh, this has been uh, nearly 16-minute country.